Uh, hey, what's up, guys? It's um, our shitty podcast again, and we're here to talk to you mm-hmm. about some fucking movies that we've seen. Woo! It's us, three pretentious fucks, no. talking about movies. I'm pre- what? I'm, I'm not pretentious. You can defend yourself? I'm yeah, cool. I'm not pretentious. Okay. I'm really cool, actually, and chill. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Me and too. chill. And humble. I'm humble. Nice. Humble me. Bitch, be humble. Um, no. Anyway, today, it's me, Lagan, with my boy, Stephanie. <laughs> hey. And Ben is also here. What's up? <laughs> and we're going to be talking about two movies. It's going to be Children of Men <gasps> and Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I think we're going to start with Inglorious Bastards. Really? I think that's a a good starting place. Okay. Um anyway, uh I I'm <laughs> we just had like food before this and I'm I'm a little off my game. He's in he's going into um, food coma. But uh I had more pizzas than you though. It's true. I'm the winner. Ben ate an entire pizza. <laughs> I basically did though, huh? Yeah. Um, yeah, if afraid. you've noticed, our audio quality sounds about 1.5% better. I put up some fucking noise-canceling foam that's been sitting around in my goddamn house for who knows how many weeks now. But also half of um, it fell off the wall. And a walls. bunch of it fucking fell off the wall <laughs> right before we started recording, so. Because you put it up with duct tape. Yeah, I wanted it to be temporary. <laughs> I want to be able to take it down. This is, like, I... <laughs> I'm not rich enough to have a dedicated podcasting room. <laughs> it looks nice, though. It does. The part that's still up. Um. Anyway, we're gonna be it's just, Stephanie. Get off your fucking phone. I'm trying to pick ba- a movie. <laughs> um. Slam your head. We're gonna be talking about Inglorious no. Bastards. <clears throat> this is a movie directed by Quentin fucking Tarantino. Yay. Uh, it came out in 2009. Yay. Uh, yeah. And the your challenge. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> um, and the uh, IMDb summary, which is you know we've already agreed that it's dumb, but like yeah, we agree we should use it. Still do it anyway because <laughs> we're fucking lazy. Yeah, I don't want to go sure. anywhere. Um, in Nazi-occupied France during World War II, a plan to assassinate Nazi leaders by a group of Jewish U.S. soldiers coincides with a theater owner's vengeful plans for the same. Yep. What are you doing? What are you playing with? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so, what do you guys think? Some ratings? All right. Ben? I give it an 8.5. I gave it, this yeah, an 8.5. Very good. Damn. Okay, I, I gave it a 7.5. Whoa! Good movie. I know, good this movie. guy's wildin'. What the heck? This guy's wildin'. Oh. Is Children of Men more for you? Don't. It's probably it Don't is. We'll get to it. Jesus it's Christ. To it. Shut is. up, Stephanie. Because he's Slow more down. like a sentimental Stop. type where he's like, oh, it hit me in the feels so much. Fuck off. And I just love this Yeah, movie. what are you, in touch with I your emotions? Love yeah. You little pussy. I'm <laughs> sucking um, dick, so you better take your pants off. Suck, suck, suck. Uh, just so you guys know, he was dick, singing I'm that song I'm dick, for like I'm 30 minutes before we started this. <laughs> it's really good. You know, he's proud about sucking dick and you know, That's fine. we love a man. That's fine. You I'm can suck, suck a dick, dick if you I'm want. You know? That goes I'm to all of you out there too. If you want to suck a dick, if you're, you know, 
male, <laughs> female, a dog. You know, mm. if you want to suck a dick, especially if you're a dog, go suck a dick. You know, I'll please put, do. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Mm-hmm. Damn, was that what Shia Amen. LaBeouf was telling was. us this whole time? Yeah. You go suck some dick. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Shia, you're such an inspiration. We'd love to have you on the show. Such an inspiration. Oh, I know you're a listener. Out there. <laughs> um, come anyway. In, come in that paper bag for us. Uh, this movie has eight fucking Academy Award nominations. Did it win any? It got one win. My man. What did it win? Best actor. For Brad Pitt. Uh, <laughs> Christoph Waltz. That's my figure. Christoph Waltz is a goddamn treasure. He's a best supporting actor. I love that guy. Who would be considered the main actor? Brad Pitt? I mean, it's kind of two separate stories combined yeah. for one. So, like, to one. who is he supporting, though? Are they all supporting each other? Aww. <clears throat> it's like a giant cheerleader pyramid. Yeah. This mo- this movie is a pyramid of cheerleaders. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> anyway, this movie's got an 8.3 on IMDb. Um <laughs> And it had a budget of $75 million and it made over $313 million. God damn. Um, it is, I believe, his highest grossing movie. Uh, yeah, uh, Quentin Tarantino's highest grossing film since Pulp Fiction. Checks out. Which is pretty good, honestly. Yeah. And I, I enjoy this movie. I really oh, do. Oh, yeah. I like this movie quite a bit. I've, I was surprised how much I remembered from like my first viewing from so long ago. Yeah. I, I remember all these scenes. I seem to remember more from when I was younger. Like, I remember things that weren't in the movie. What? Um, like, I don't know. I felt like when I was younger, there was more of a sense of progression. This movie kind of just throws you right into it and doesn't really give you anything to build up to it. Shows Sana. Like I really love <laughs> the job. opening Sorry, scene I didn't to this know movie. Where we were. Yes, it's that, that's such a good opening. Scene. The opening scene to this movie is so so well done. Um, and then when we're, we're first introduced to the bastards, and then the next time we see them, they're already like way into what they're doing. They're very good at what they do, and I feel like there may have originally been a scene in between there or something that sort of got them to that point, sort of, I don't know. It just felt, their story felt a little bit rushed to me. Oh, cause they just went from starting out to being really good at what they do and being the terrors of the Nazis. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm cool with it. Cause I was just like, that was, that, that was the big group, the big group, <laughs> man, we're all out of it, huh? A little. <laughs> damn, this is going to be a bad episode. <laughs> but with no. really good movies. Yeah. Yeah, god damn it, guys. Also, remember remember in the first scene when Christoph Waltz pulled out his pipe and it was huge? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh. Mm. <laughs> I love Christoph Waltz. He's so good. Yeah. He's, this movie is very good at creating tension. I think that's is. sort of the, the theme this week is just like tension in yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that awesome. bat scene. Mm. I remember watching it the first time and I was like, wow, this shit's so long, but it had to be that long because like, yeah, it, I was like, I felt like the first time I watched it, it was just like way too long where I was like, please just get, just, just get to it. But, but when, then when they, when they, when he first puts the bat to his head, when he first kills him with the bat. Yeah. The first time he's ever introduced. You thought that went on bat. too long? I thought it went like Man. when him like 
coming out from the tent, like the tunnel, and just like tapping the bat against yeah. the wall. Uh, I can like, see that. Yeah, it was nah, just I like, it was fine. The first time I watched it, it was like super long for me, but then the second time, it just like sped through. Yeah, I had like no pacing issues with this movie. Yeah, it no, flows this, so this is like Mandy done really well. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Uh, like, <laughs> I mean, all Mandy of the, all of the long movie, silent like <laughs> things like actually served a purpose mm-hmm. and okay. actually created this amazing sense of tension. It keeps you on the edge of your seat the whole fucking yeah. time. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so good. And honestly, other than that one, I have a couple complaints, but like they're minor. My biggest one is just the fact that there does seem to be that jump between when they're first starting out and then suddenly they're really good. Wait, even when they're first starting out, I thought they already were good. Um, Am I wrong? Well, no. When they're, like, first starting out, he's, like, literally introducing them and telling them what they need to do. And then they're going and taking on, like... But individually, they're all really good. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I just felt like they're just either skip out on the introduction scene and do a small scene showing them working together mm. or or do something like that because i just felt like there was kind of a jump there and it was just a little jarring but isn't that like how like tarantino works though like most of his movies not just... always a lot of his movies have a really good sense of progression like kill bill i mean has, yeah like this amazing sense of progression as you're going through um and I don't know. It just felt like it was missing a little something in that one particular area. Fair. Um, sure. I'll give it to you. I loved uh, Shoshona's whole story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, hers was perfectly paced. Hers was perfectly done. Uh, Christoph Waltz was fucking amazing in this movie. Oh, yeah. Um, Brad Pitt. Ask for that glass of milk. <laughs> I fucking love Brad Yes, Pitt's we were talking about this the <laughs> yeah. other day. I don't think we were recording. The power of Just milk. The, the power of milk yeah. in movies um, and how it's such this vital tool. And you can um, you can tell so much just by like what a person drinks in a movie. And milk is such this weird thing because you never see adults with milk. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. It, it's a sign that something's wrong. Something's weird. Like, uh, like the fucking beginning of A Clockwork Orange. Yeah. Um, there's, uh, there's just so much you can do with it. Um, and I just, I love any time it's used. I also really like milk, so. <laughs> and also, Weird. like, the, just the power of him drinking, like, the farmer's milk. Like, out of anything he could have drank, he yeah. was like, I want your this milk. This is your livelihood. Yeah. yeah. And I'm about to, like overrule you mm-hmm. yeah sometimes adults at my work will order milk and i go you're fucking weird or they're specified to make sure there's no cheese and i look at them and it looks like a person that doesn't eat cheese <laughs> you, ever, you could ever look at someone and be like oh they yeah, don't, they don't eat cheese yeah <laughs> all right <laughs> you got something to say no. Lactose intolerant asshole. Oh, I forgot you don't eat cheese. You goddamn loser. You eat cheese. No, she does huh? eat You're cheese though. Oh, but you just she does eat cheese. Constantly. She just yeah. No, care. she has to wear diapers fuck. all the time. Gross. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I you don't. You constantly shit your pants. <laughs> I don't. Okay, do you wear diapers or do you just buy new pants all the do time? Do you need to see my underwear? Yes. Okay. Wait, no, don't. That's gross. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not sure where this is going, but I don't know what's going on. Either. I felt like I, I needed to prove that I didn't wear diapers. Um. No, we all know you do. You don't have to prove it. Yeah, oh, fact, okay. I'm the fact you're trying so hard to prove it is disproving it. Yeah. The fact much. that uh, what? That you so the fact that you're trying so hard to prove that <laughs> you don't wear diapers is disproving the fact that you don't wear diapers. So you do wear diapers is what I'm saying. Ha ha ha. So anyway, only about thirty percent of this movie is in English. Yeah, I love it. Uh huh. And it is beautiful. Yeah, I'm. It's so, so well done that you don't even like. I don't. It's not a complaint. That's no. um, like I applaud this movie for actually having the balls to fucking do this instead of just going and being you know a typical you know the Germans speak English, the British speak English, yeah, the Russians speak accents. English. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I love a movie that just sticks with it and then just puts subtitles. Yeah. It's it's fucking awesome. It's so fucking awesome. Um. Yep. Yeah, my uh, <laughs> good job, Stephanie. The, the Thanks, biggest ben. thing for me was just that I watched this on uh, Amazon, and the subtitles on Amazon are really shitty. Yes, and they come in like really late mm-hmm. or uh, not at all sometimes. Oh wait, I know. I watched it on Netflix. Okay, I think no Amazon. I don't remember. It's where not I on it. Netflix anymore. No, I watched on Showtime. So. Showtime it used to be on Netflix. It was Amazon. Yeah, Children of Men yep. is on Netflix. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. But for me, like, I would have normal subtitles on, and then mm-hmm. when they started speaking like German, it would say speaking German <laughs> right over the whole text, and I'm yeah. like, I don't know what they just said for the first line of dialogue. Um, Tarantino almost abandoned this film completely because um, he could not find anyone to play Landa. Um, and he thought that he'd written this role that was completely unplayable until uh, Christoph Waltz auditioned. Stephanie, are you shaking the table? Sorry, I'm feeling a little jittery. It's okay. Thank you. You want to talk about it? <laughs> Not on the I don't pod. Want to listen. Come on. Th- oh God. <laughs> okay. Damn. Get fucking wrecked, Stephanie. Um, but as soon as <laughs> as soon as he auditioned, he knew that he was like perfect for the film. So. Yeah. Was this like one of the first Tarantino movies he did? Because then he kind of became like a Tarantino regular, right? At some point. Um, yeah. He actually ended up winning another Oscar mm-hmm. in Django Unchained. Yeah. So, yeah, I think this was like the start of Tarantino. Like, yeah, this guy's good. Hmm. Um, but uh, he actually wasn't the original first choice for Landa. Uh, the original was Leonardo DiCaprio. Really? Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I mean, he he typically knows how to work a lot of roles, but yeah, I just love. Yeah, you can't. I, yeah, you just yeah, can't. You cannot beat Waltz in this. It's off Waltz. That's um, how it. I would imagine. Uh, this was originally um, meant to be a sort of mocking, like a spaghetti western style, and it was originally titled "Once Upon a Time in Nazi-Occupied France." Mm. he's reusing that once upon a time isn't that that's the, 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 the fifth step? chapter in the movie oh what's he calling the 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 movie with the manson family murders isn't that called oh, once upon no a time idea. probably um <laughs> anyway sorry um because DiCaprio didn't get the part he ended up giving him the part in Django Unchained later on which I think he honestly nailed yeah um, what was it uh, Candy that he, he played? That sounds right. 
Yeah. Well, it's, um, honestly, it's honestly been a long time. Since it's been anyway, down too. this movie is like really well done. Yeah, yeah. Um, a couple of my little nitpicky things are just the fact that there were a lot of one-off things. Um, like a lot of one-off gags, kind of like uh, at one point, you know, um, one of the German officers had like a little name written and then an arrow pointing to him. Uh, and it's just like to show the audience that that's who that is because they haven't had any screen time. So they need to show somehow oh, that that's yeah. who he is. I kind of liked it, but like, I, I would have liked stuff. it a little more if it had been done more consistently, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but sure. I understand that it shouldn't have been done more consistently as well because it would have kind of ruined the tone of a lot of these really tension filled scenes. Yeah. Um, and it was just a little odd whenever it did come up because it was so uncommon. Yeah. But I kind of liked it. I like liked it happened it. once for the like nazi killer guy and then i think twice for the uh one of the german generals sounds right um and then that was like it yeah Uh, and it was just a little weird anytime it came up because it was so out of place compared to the rest of this really like pretty serious dark darker toned movie Mm -hmm. um and my other like big complaint about it i really love this movie i'm just getting all my complaints out of the way first um please just kind of the (laughs) fact that it doesn't really have anything to say there's no like yeah not really there's nothing to it there's you know it's not a it's no deep movie it's spectacularly done and it is fun to watch it's amazing but it's it just lacks substance yeah i think it like kind of draws a parallel between like between watching this movie and them watching uh pride of a nation Mm. to me that's what it was because like they're all like super excited that all these jews are being killed but we're kind of like super excited these nazis are being killed which is understandable because they're nazis but i mean yeah there's like no i didn't find any other deeper message yeah and and a movie doesn't have to have a message either like there is there are movies out there that are so enjoyable just the way that they are. Like, um, <laughs> are you eating cheese right now while cheese? we're recording, Stephanie? You're eating a whole block of cheese. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> you're disgusting. Wait, what? You are repulsive, and I know you're going to start shitting your pants in about five minutes. It's true. <laughs> so you had to call me disgusting and repulsive because uh-huh. I ate a cheese it? Cheese. Is that how you really think of me? Uh-huh. Yeah, pretty As much. As repulsive when you're eating and cheese, disgusting. Mm-hmm. You're eating whole blocks of cheese at once. Like a goddamn apple. <laughs> what? Just bites into a fucking block of cheese. <laughs> Where's Abby? You guys um, had to make fun of somebody else. <laughs> yeah, let's get Abby back on the pod, huh? Yeah, no, never again. <laughs> For her to not say anything the entire time. <laughs> and we do her makeup and weirdly bring up my virginity five times in the first ten minutes. I know. <laughs> like it matters <laughs> that show is so funny she's never gonna listen to this either yeah damn we're oh shit God, somebody's talking gonna, somebody's gonna tell her to listen to this just yeah, to I hear don't us. Care. somebody's gonna write her an anonymous letter and she's gonna be like um that letter from jersey shore where snooki and Wow are typing up a letter to tell sam that ronnie cheated on her what <laughs> no idea what you're talking about yeah. dude that is american history what the fuck that is episode jersey shore? 
What? What? You're lying. No, I'm lying okay, about that. Good. But like, okay. I've, Suck your I've nothing. <laughs> I know literally nothing about Josie Shore, though. Like, I don't know any of the characters. Or you don't know Snooky? You gotta know Snooky. I don't know who Snooky is. You don't know is. Mike the Situation Johnson? Who the fuck is that? <laughs> you don't know is that like Dwayne the Rock Johnson? <laughs> you, don't know, you don't know Terry Krongdike Jr. What? I know He's Terry like... Cruz. No, but ain't, he's cool. Then you know Terry Krondike Jr. Yeah, Terry Cruz. You want to be on our podcast? Ooh, Please, Terry Cruz. I would love to meet you. You're uh, like my idol. Remember when he was on Sorry to Bother You, and then their first split second they showed his wife, and his wife was also buff as fuck. <laughs> 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 I forgot uh, to bring that up last episode, but <laughs> um, it stuck with me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this movie. Um, yeah, there are lots of movies that don't have anything to say, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like, um, was it uh, John Wick? Yeah, is an amazing movie. It's so fun to watch. It's this, uh, and it's it's action porn. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's just, it's murder porn. It's awesome. That's that's the whole movie, and it's entertaining, and it's fucking fun to watch, and it's compelling. But there's nothing that it has to say. It's like Pride of, a but Nation. it doesn't need to say anything. Because it's just action porn. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I still need but to see this movie second. for something so like masterfully crafted and so amazingly acted and written and everything. It just kind of sucks. It. Yeah, it's, you it's feel only like really surface be. deep. I, I didn't walk away from this movie with anything other than a thought of like, "Hey, that was a pretty good movie." Yeah, you know, you're right. You're right. Look at I you go. Know. There, I just, I kind of <laughs> wanted a little bit more from it. It's uh, a great movie. I'm cool with it. Yeah, I'm cool yeah, with I'm it. I'm fine with it. But I feel like that's that's why I gave it like a 7.5 instead of like anything an 8 or above. Just because I, it, it left me wanting a little more. Not me. Yeah, like, I, I get what you're. I get what you're saying, but like at the end of it, I was just like, damn. Yeah. All of that flowed it's so like, well. It's like going to a concert. And they play, you know, all these great songs, and it's your favorite band, and you love them. Uh, and then they leave without playing your favorite song. Ah, Mo Bamba. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I saw Shaq West and he didn't play Mo Bamba, I'd be pissed. I'd say this was mm-hmm. he just inglorious bastard me. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's like you know, it, it's still a great time, still your favorite band. You got to go and see him and shit. But like, they didn't play your favorite song, and it, you know, mm. it's it's just. It leaves you wanting a little bit more. Yeah. That was yeah. beautiful, Logan. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Buy my poetry. <laughs> also, how awesome was it when we got that close-up of that foot? <laughs> I said, there's that patented Quentin Tarantino foot fetish. <laughs> yes. I said, that's what I've been missing. Mm. 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 So, do you know why uh, he misspelled bastards in the title? Because they did. Why? But No. Because they did in the movie. But why? Come on. Tell me. You don't know either. <laughs> Neither does he. <laughs> uh, uh, my man. <laughs> All right. That's such a Tarantino answer. I don't know. Yeah, when asked about the misspelled title, uh, Tarantino gave the following answer. Here's the thing. I'm never going to explain that. <laughs> you do an artistic flourish like that, and to explain it would be just take the piss out of it and invalidate the whole stroke in the first place yeah that means he doesn't know why he did it yeah (laughs) so it looks good though yeah the interesting thing is there's another movie called the inglorious bastards spelled the same way from the 70s 
Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a totally different story. <laughs> that might be it. It's about uh, this group that goes to steal like a German missile. Oh. Um, hmm. I don't know. I don't know if, you know, they have any... I mean, that's a pretty big fucking similarity, like that name. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I haven't done any research on that other movies other than just reading a quick synopsis. So I have no idea. Hey, man, that's okay. What the relation is. Hey, um, can't have all the answers. Yeah. What's this do? Um, apparently, uh, Tarantino had actually been writing this movie since before kill bill uh, but Shit, couldn't really? decide on a good ending and put it on hold uh to do kill bill instead which he had been preparing since before pulp fiction damn so he, he <laughs> think he's playing four-dimensional chess you know he's he's preparing these movies way ahead doesn't he way like want <laughs> he just wants to do like 10 movies right he's like i'm gonna release 10 movies and then that's it yeah i'm, re- I'm retired yeah, he's been saying that for a long time yeah I think. so yeah. he's like what one number? more movie right yeah what number is the family mason Masson? what's it called i think Manson? would that be that's number it. nine uh once a, i'm sure it's called once upon a time i think like a lot of people are asking for like uh once upon a, time a kill bill sequel with one of like yeah. you know how um isn't there already a kill bill sequel well, like like another one where um where you know how she kills like um her friends okay no really? the first one this is in the first one oh, okay you, you remember how her like a little girl walks into the kitchen after like she kills the bride kills um the mom like yeah. they want a sequel where um you know how the bride was like um if you feel like you need revenge 10 years from now then come and find me and that's that's what people want the sequel to be yeah damn i think he was and i feel like that'd be really good i think he's been considering it um why was i looking up this movie to see what number number? it was oh uh fun fact Uh, king kong which was referenced in this movie in the card game that they were playing um is one of adolf hitler's favorite movies i just like how they kill him like you like I, I feel like i feel like if you watch this they're like of course they're not gonna kill hitler but they just fucking kill him yeah they were like this yeah. the end of this movie was just straight up murder porn and yeah, it was dude. amazing how many mm-hmm. times have i said porn this episode not enough we need a counter <laughs> um say it again did he do drugs? porn mm. no it was satisfying though like the whole movie full of fucking tension leading up to it dude yeah, um great. Like, god damn, the payoff was so fucking good. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. And, and when fucking, like, Shoshona gets shot. Oh, yeah. Uh, but also, like, like that movie oof. scene where, like, the whole, like, movie theater's burning and her laughter is just echoing yes. through the movie. I was like, oh, like, girl. Projecting onto the smoke. Kill like. It. I also, I feel like we didn't talk about this scene. I mean, we should, but, like, you know how, like, her entire family is, like, underneath the floorboards? Like, that entire yes. scene. So good. We talked so about good. that earlier when you weren't paying nine. attention. Well, I was the, trying to pick a movie. The Mans- the Manson is number going to be number nine. Like I said, oh, it was going to be? Yeah. Cool. High five. Hmm. That was... Just double checking. Did you know there's a Reservoir Dogs video game? What? Huh. Oh, that looks horrible. Oh, no. That's oh, for, that graphic. For the original Xbox. That graphic. Damn, that looks just like Tim Roth. <laughs> what? 
Oh, uh, they all. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I agree though. Even before they showed the family, like you can just sense this tension. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Especially they were like where he was like, um, if you tell me, like, we won't like hurt your family, and like you could just see like the like the farmer like he's just like oh fuck. Yeah, that shit was good. This shit's good. My sister was uh, watching this with me. My mm-hmm. sister hates movies, just to preface this. And she fucking loved this. She was on the edge of her seat the whole time. Yeah. Uh, and she, like, hates these types of movies specifically, too. Yay, Lauren. Like, if it's not animated or... Uh, yeah, like, she, she's super basic with her movie choice. Um, but she actually really enjoyed this. And um, the fucking you know, Nazis came and started shooting up the floor and she was like, did he just yeet on the Jews? <laughs> and I was yeah, like, wow. Did. I didn't even think about it like that. He yeah. yeeted on the Jews. This whole movie is just Christoph Waltz yeeting, yeeting on, on the, the Jews. Jews. <laughs> Do you know that Christoph Waltz's um, son is a rabbi? Really? Yeah. I read that on the internet, so it has to be true. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, no, but I love this whole storyline of two groups trying to do the exact same thing. Yeah. And then one succeeding, the other one not. Yeah. It's just great. I mean, both, <laughs> of, both of them sort of succeeded. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, no, you're right. But it was mainly because of Shoshana, honestly. Yeah. yeah no, she they, they would not have succeeded it. if it weren't for her. That's badass. Like, what and she the just fuck dies. was their plan? And she just I still dies. didn't really know. They just had two bombs on them, and then they would click yeah. it at some time. I guess. I mean, they seem to have, like, a timer in them. Sorry, I, I need to, like, readjust here because I keep looking away from the mic to talk to you guys. You idiot. Uh, there we go. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> perfect. I'm glad we stopped to watch it. Thank you. Honestly, like, usually when I talk about this movie, I go on and on. But, like, today I'm tired. And I have no idea. It's all the fucking pizza you ate. Bonjour. should have done this hungry. Remember when he said Bongiorno? Bonjourn. That's just hilarious. <laughs> I love first off Brad Pitt's horrible Southern accent, but then Brad Pitt's horrible Southern accent doing a horrible Italian accent. <laughs> yes. That shit's hilarious. I love Brad Pitt. Also, he's so funny when he's like, "You have to eat the pastry with the cream on it." Yeah, bro. You remember I say I'll feed the same to your Nazi balls before he fucking <laughs> shot him in the balls. Yeah, man. Tarantino's great. Yeah, I haven't. I have kind of been a not purposely avoiding because like i probably wouldn't have watched any tarantino films again like revisit any of them now i've been mm-hmm. kind of re- avoiding him because he's been stupid lately uh-huh i think the main thing <laughs> yeah the main, i've not been paying attention well there's the doing? whole there's the whole um actually it's not even like recently it's all stuff that's happened yeah. before but it's coming back up like the whole what's her name um, uma yeah uma thurman oh, uma thurman there's like a bunch of like safety issues with kill bill where like she got in a car crash oh shit or something and also like he was the one choking her out oh, well damn. I, I, I think some people are angry for no reason because like he's not actually he's it's acting still yeah why is it weird that he's doing it he's the director he but knows also, what he wants also and she was cool with it uh, but didn't she come out and say like yeah so, i mean was, the car crash thing was well yeah because i mean there's a video on it about yeah. the, the car crash, but yeah. But also, there's a long time ago he was talking about how he he's in not in support, I guess, kind of in support of Roman Polanski, mm-hmm. the one director who like raped a really old young girl or something. Yeah, in his movie. Oof. Yeah, so that made me go, ooh, Tarantino. But I fucking love him now. Mm-hmm. After seeing this movie again, he's my favorite. He's my favorite. Why do you look at me when you say <laughs> that? 
<laughs> what do you think about Woody Allen? Oh, he's my favorite. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Fuck that guy. Damn. <laughs> All right, host. Well, anyway, what are we doing? <laughs> now that we've uh, stopped going off track. Um, we were in track. We were talking about the director. He's my True. favorite. Um, <laughs> anyway, any changes to final scores? Mm. No. I feel like there's so much to talk about yeah. in the movie. We there is. There yeah, is we sort of just a lot to talk about. The surface, but like what? What else, you know? No, 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 no. We can't say that on the spot. It's glorious bastards. <laughs> no, stop it. What? It's diehard. It's, it, we're going to have the, the same ending to like every like um, movie we talk about. Like, you know what? You should go watch it. You know, it's Inglorious Bastards. Like, damn. If you want to know about it, it, just watch it. Like, oh, God. Yeah, My I mean, bad. We'll come prepared next week. We'll come prepared next week. Um, we oh, you're hosting about, next like, week, Stephanie. We're uh, not going to be prepared. What are you talking about? Ben's friend said that they liked the pod that I hosted. Yeah, because we were making fun of you the whole time. We were yeah, making wait, fun of which Abby. Ep- which episode was it? Well, uh, oh, the Abby episode? Yeah. They didn't like oh, it. Abby, oh. They hated it. Oh. <laughs> Abby getting made fun of carried the episode. You yeah. lied to my No, face. I said I got good reactions from them. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say they thought it was good. Awesome. It's okay. Y'all should have been there in that conversation, man. It was the funniest shit I've ever read in my life. <sighs> I got screenshots of them. Show me. <laughs> nah. I was Show me later, that, I was, though. I was trying to do a segment. Show me later, like, though. We like do a review of that episode. It's we just should the, just the group chat with my friends, but I should. We should just make like a segment where we just read out loud what people say about our podcast because my friends be saying some funny shit too i doubt it no they really do <laughs> i send them to ben i don't send them to you ever i do send them to you i've sent them to <laughs> show you me the, receipt. the beginning ones yeah from melissa and like my group chat send the send them the receipts no not logan <laughs> he's mean it's true <laughs> He's really mean. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's really mean oh, to me. Oh, did you see this picture I sent yesterday? You should show him Stephanie. the other. But Stephanie you didn't reply to my middle finger, bitch. Oh, I didn't see it. Bitch. Are you writing Logan's oh. name on in your paper? Stephanie okay. sent this. Uh, <laughs> bitch. Damn, this selfie into the, the group chat where she's got this real long neck. So <laughs> yeah. I, so I compared it to a picture of a giraffe. And then I sent you a middle finger. Hair. And I yeah. said, hey, edit this picture too hmm. while you're at it. Did you? No. Because no, he's a little it. bitch. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even look at it. That's the ultimate alpha move. Yeah. Okay. But the thing is, is like, you don't look at any of the group chats because we said, we were like, we'll be here around 11. And then we texted you and you're like, I think you're going to be here about around one. Yeah. We, we it happens. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Chill out, Stephanie. Yeah, Why are you grilling you know what, so hard? You guys were saying, up, off Logan, Shut bro. the fuck up. You guys were saying like 11 and one. Yeah. I, I was just like glancing through them. <laughs> I don't care. And so I didn't. We're here now, anyway. are we? Yeah whatever have work at four though yeah i i was looking <laughs> okay at the ones earlier where you were saying like uh you were gonna be picked up at one or one thirty. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay so but I anyway said, i said no 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 that's too late i made a change to that i'll put my foot down I said, anyway we all agree stephanie's a loser mm-hmm. and ben and logan are cool so mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about children of men now <laughs> cool I feel like, nah, you're right. What? I was saying, I feel like we should talk about more scenes, but 
There were only like five scenes. But they're all so fucking good. Yeah. None of them waste any time. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This fucking opening scene, banger. Banger. Um, <laughs> the fucking bar scene, banger. <laughs> uh, the theater scene, banger. It really is, yeah. Bang her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whip. Mm. Ignore. <laughs> <laughs> Delete. Y'all, anyway. y'all gonna watch the Manson Family Murders one? I don't know. Yeah, because I mean, Margot Robbie's in it. Yeah, she's Sharon Tate. For some reason, when it was first announced, I felt really weird about it. Oh yeah, no, it's like, a really weird. Topic. I was like, the fun in in Tarantino movies is they're not real. Like yeah. this this one is almost real, but it's like yeah. it's not. And then so they fucking so murder Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why it's like I thought this one was about to be like it's around the time the Manson like family was murdering people. It's not specifically. Yeah, about I it. think it's not really about it. Wait, let me read the because he would he would because i was like that's that feels weird it, it is weird because tarantino like glorifies violence and stuff mm-hmm. and i was like i don't want I was like, this glorified m- murdering yeah. sharon Tate. the the imdb thing for the uh, manson is a faded tv actor and a stunt double embark on an odyssey to make a name for themselves in the film industry during the helter skelter reign of terror in 1960 yeah, yeah so, so it's it was, not about yeah. the murder yeah. all right i'll it's watch that shit surrounding it okay um but yeah all, all the scenes in this movie are pretty well done oh yeah i'd it honestly i love the music too like I, there's a part of me that wants to give it an eight but like do it do it it just, just it left it. me wanting more do it but an, it left me wanting more but I've, like tarantino has done very good in the past of course he's tarantino and That's this a was also point very good five but, point just for not giving you what you like more I feel like I was satisfied. Yeah, so I'm going to knock it down 0.5. Just give it an 8. Are you knocking it down or are you making him go up 0.5? No, go up 0.5. Might as well. I'm going Mm. 7.5. 7.5 is still good. Anything above a 5 is good. Yeah. Mm. Let him do what he wants. Shut up. 5 just means means it didn't impress me and it didn't disappoint. It was just a movie that exists. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. You know, anything above that is good. So, 7.5 is a, a good score. Yeah. I'll give this to the 8.5. Mm. 8.5. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Children of Men. Banger. A weird kind of movie, honestly. Because it's like sci-fi, but it's also like not sci-fi. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. And... <laughs> um. It's this, this weird movie, and the, the synopsis is, in 2027, in a chaotic world in which women have become somehow infertile, a former activist agrees to help transport a miraculously pregnant woman to a sanctuary at sea. So, what did you guys think of this movie? I love this movie, because I watch it all the time, but also, um, I probably will give it uh, an... 8.5 as well. I gave it an 8. I'm doing an 8.5 for this one as well. Whoa. Did I not tell you? Did I you not did tell, tell you? Me. Yeah. It, it was um <laughs> it's got a 7.9 on IMDb, but I don't know. I feel like it deserves a little more. It's a beautiful movie. Um this movie tragically was made on a budget of 76 million. Yeah. And worldwide made less than seventy million. But it, didn't it? Wasn't it nominated for Academy Awards? Nominated for cinematography, which it totally should have won, mm. 
editing, which it also totally should have won, and writing, which is debatable, but because it was their good. world building is yes. amazing. Yes, yes. I this felt, felt like I was real. in a completely different world. Yeah, this felt like an actual thing that could it, exist. Yeah, because it's there's a possibility. Like yeah, just everything that it, was happening, like kind of related to what's happening now. Yeah, this felt so real to me. Um. Like, none of it felt like a set. Me too. This all mm-hmm. felt like an action. They actually went into this world to film this movie. Mm-hmm. And the whole fact that it happens in 2027, that's just like, it's just a backdrop. The future is just a setting. It's not, you know, the plot. There's a lot of movies that are like, oh, it's the future, so this. It's, it's the future and this. Yeah. yeah, it's so realistically scary, but also like, damn, that movie's beautiful. Mm. Like cinematography no, it is looks awesome. So fucking also, good. Also, I did like the score. The, you know the yeah, last the, yeah. the last scene. Come on, you cannot oh say God. that that the score like improved the mood in that entire scene. Yeah. Because when she says she's gonna name her baby Dylan, and like he looks at her and he smiles, and then the whole like opera singer starts singing into it, and you're like, oh. Yeah. No, the music in this movie was so like weird. That sort of mix between. Mm-hmm sort of these songs that we know and mm-hmm. then these um you know like more classical type of stuff like it was but i really liked it and it fit really well it to me. amplifies like the mood and like how you feel towards like everything that's happening yeah the tone in this movie was so consistent mm-hmm. um like just that feeling of helplessness constantly um and it's just so like gloomy and like you know basically everyone's fucking doomed you know everyone's gonna fucking die and the thing is is like any time i've watched this movie like a bunch of times and every time i watch it i feel the same way at the end like it's just it hurts the same way yeah and it's just it's like because like i know it's not like like um his future is like theo's future is like unknown like did he die was did he like fall into like unconsciousness but like i I like to think i like to think he died but also like when you see like a description of the movie it's like he just goes unconscious but like the fact i've seen some that just say he straight up dies no i've seen a lot that say that he goes unconscious i don't know i i personally feel like he died i would like i would feel kind of morbid as it sounds Yeah. yeah i would feel cheated too because, like, he risked so much for, like, this baby and this, like, woman. Now, the real question, does she make it? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, because you... At the end, when you hear all those children children laughing... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hmm. you know, at the end credits where it goes, children of yeah. men, and then there's the children laughing? Like, there's no way. That's... Okay. It's giving you too much hope. Yeah, Logan. Mm. Also, why is it called children of men, though? children of the her. book that it's based <laughs> off of um the infertility issues arise from men not being able to produce sperm where in uh, the movie it's the fact that women can't give birth mm-hmm. uh, and i think the reasoning behind that is because the book was written before we discovered that we can artificially uh inseminate using um female dna from bone marrow mm. um so you know men are obsolete now we don't need men to create babies so like because didn't she she said she was a virgin though right or something or she didn't have remember she he was like who's the father 
She said something. She I can't remember. <laughs> she like I forget why she how she got pregnant. But I remember her saying like she didn't have sex. No, that was a joke. Uh, she was trying to she was trying to be like, yeah, I'm like the Jesus. Virgin Mary. Yeah. Oh, she's funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the only problem with my viewing was just I had other stuff going on, so I had to pause it a lot. But yeah. That, did, that same. didn't mean I, I wasn't into it. Yeah. I feel like I kind of cheated myself yeah, there. I'm gonna go and watch this again after this because like I feel like I need to see it again. Yeah, me too. Because I feel like there, this movie is very layered. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of symbolism. There's a lot of use of, you know, the cinematography and the color and the even just like the word choice and things that just give this movie so many layers of depth and meaning that I feel like I missed out on because I wasn't giving it like my full attention Yeah, on my first time through this. Yeah, because... Like, um, because this is your first time watching it right yeah oh yeah so yeah that the yeah. intro first off just threw so much at me that was fucking yes. awesome i love mm-hmm. the intro to this movie and then i somehow and then i paused it i went to go do something i might have been doing like laundry or something and then i came back and i forgot that there was like an infertile inf- infertility issue mm-hmm. going on and then so when she like showed the main dude that she was pregnant and she like took off her clothes yeah i was like why didn't she just say it why is this such a big deal and then i I was like oh yeah the whole plot of this movie (laughs) yeah but also the cinematography like oh it's in a different world holy fuck the cinematography yeah shots are so good so good it looks so good also they have a consistent like color palette yeah in this movie the the green Uh uh-huh just it's awesome all over and it's it, beautiful. It, and in most movies, green is seen as, you know, life, as mm-hmm. this uh, hope and things like that. But in this movie, it was more like... It felt ill. Yeah. Yeah. It was more mm-hmm. sickness. Yeah. Yeah. And it gives you just this feeling of hopelessness throughout the entire movie. But we should have um, talked about this movie first. Look how passionate we are. I know. <laughs> I think so. Dude, this <laughs> movie's so fucking good. Like, it, it's a tragedy that this movie only, like, made less than it costs to make. Yeah, but also, like, I feel like I never knew about this movie, like, when at the time Neither it was coming I. out. Yeah, like, yeah, at the time either. it was coming out, I feel like the advertising and, like, all of, like, just, like, pushing this movie forward to, like, people, like, it dis- it wasn't, that's what it was. This movie only made, like, $100,000 in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Aww. But, so, oh like, 10 people went to see it. But it's highly <laughs> recognized, though, like, it's something that people talk about too. Cause like, I'm like, you've seen children of men and like, they'll be like, no. But then after that, they're just like, you have to see children of men after they watch it. Cause like, it's such a good film. And I don't even remember like how I like first watched it. Can't remember. Me neither. Me neither. Well, yeah, y- yeah you do. <laughs> this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's so good. And yeah. it's like, it's like so much emotion in that movie. It's so well done. It is. Like, the, the acting in this is Theo. like... Theo. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. No, this movie is so brilliantly crafted. Like, the... the like, yeah. Like, he saw his, like, ex-wife die, but, mm. like, before that, they, oh, like, saw fu- their okay. child die. That fucking scene. Can we just take, like, a full minute to appreciate the cinematography in the fucking... Um, the driving scene. Mm-hmm. Yes. That whole fucking scene where yeah. the, oh, yeah. the camera's fucking swiveling around inside the car um, as they're fucking reversing and there's all these fucking people and there's fire there's and there's those, broken yeah. glass and there's all this shit and the, it's one continuous fucking shot. There's mm-hmm. so many of those. Oh my like, God. 
the camera work is like awesome because you know like the, anytime theo's running like that cameraman is just running with him yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no it's like i normally am not a huge fan that's of what, handheld, yeah that's uh, what i think that's, too. That cinematography was like but it was so notes. well done mm-hmm. and by the end i was like this is great yeah sometimes though when when like theo was running and there was a bunch of that i did feel like i was just watching like a cutscene to like a video mm-hmm. game though yeah but like i can't even mark it down for but me, like when like, the blood cares? splatters on the lens yeah. and it sticks to the lens and you see the like the blood like yeah. throughout the scenes and it never i just like how theo like just like through the movie he's just getting worn down yeah like he's just it's just like he's dirty he's bloody at like the end of the movie like it's just like man yeah. that shit was good no, I love when movies do that. Like fucking Die Hard. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's like mm-hmm. in his prime in the beginning, and as the movie's going on, he's getting worn down, and mm-hmm. he's getting you know the shit beat out of him essentially. And you just you get tired with him, mm-hmm. you know, throughout this whole movie, um, and you you feel worn down by the end of it. Mm-hmm. This is a fucking journey. It really is. It's crazy. And man. so, like the ending, like not only does it bring me some type, like I feel like. There was so much built-up tension, like, when Theo, like, dies, it's just, like, man, I feel some Mm. type of relief, but also sadness because it ended that way, but, like, Mm. hope that, like, everything's gonna be fine kind of thing. Yeah. And I feel like just thinking about this movie, just, like, the concept of Mm -hmm. it's the future, uh, humanity's, like, run down, and then they're, like, following a group of people, and then they, like, slowly die off. Like, you're just like, oh, this is like any other apocalypse movie. Yeah. Then watching it, you're just like, no. It's great. It's 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 that concept done well. Yeah. Yeah. It's because, I think it's, like, over half of it is because of the cinematography, why Mm -hmm. it works so well. Yeah. And world building. Yeah, it just makes it feel so And it doesn't fucking weigh you down Mm -hmm. with all of this, uh, uh, exposition yeah mm-hmm. that's the word i was trying to think of um the movie doesn't constantly weigh you down with oh by the way remember that time back in 2009 when everybody lost the ability to have kids like yeah, yeah. like they said it once in the beginning yeah that was it and they they've like introed that so weird because hmm. they were talking about the youngest boy yeah yeah, like, yeah. youngest like, person in the world was, was murdered like, is this some mm-hmm. type of like weird satire and then i was like oh no it's just because he was the last yeah, and it's a, it's mm-hmm. a big fucking deal. They were keeping track of, like, how many minutes he'd been yeah. alive. Yeah, and they would always talk about, like, baby, like, even though he was, like, baby 17. Yeah. yeah. Even though he was, like, 17, they were like, baby Diego. When the fucking missile hits the coffee shop yeah. in the beginning, mm-hmm. and it's just like, holy fuck, like... Crazy. Like, because it's like... Like, it's it, like, it, it drops you into this fucking world, mm-hmm. and it's that, that's chaotic. Ex- that's the exact moment, too, because, like, when you first watch it, it's like, okay, okay, and the bomb hits, and you're yeah. like, what the fuck? And you're fuck? like, oh, fuck. And then after that, it's just, like, downhill from there. Yeah. It's, like, chaos from there. Yeah, and any tiny, tiny bit of hope in this movie is just almost immediately... Uh, yep. like nipped in the butt mm-hmm. when when the fucking soldiers are like admiring this baby that she's mm-hmm. got and, <laughs> and the fucking missile comes in and hits uh-huh. the hits the building and it's just like oh fuck it's uh. just like all of it like all of it so it's executed very well it yeah this movie it's clean is a work of fucking art it is and that's why I, I literally this was the movie that i was gonna choose instead of mommy mm. but i was like you, you should have no because i've already mommy watched was I garbage watched, i watched children of men already so i was like i need to watch something different because it was the end of 2018 and i was like i gotta keep my list rolling of mm. what i've already watched so that was just a selfish act where i was like i already watched the movie 
Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I was, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking selfish. Uh, Theo. I'll keep doing it, though. Never actually <laughs> touches a gun throughout the entire movie. Pussy. I don't expect him to, though. And he also never gets to smoke an entire cigarette. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's too much chaos. Yeah. Um, uh, apparently, uh, the director was asked about the fact that, you know, the infertility thing's never explained in the movie. Um, and he says that he dislikes uh, expository film. He says that it's the kind of cinema I detest, which is a cinema that is about exposition and explanations. Uh, it, it's become a medium for lazy readers. Cinema is a hostage of narrative, and I'm very good at narrative as a hostage of cinema. Yeah, no, that's Damn. great. Because, like, Mommy, you know how he explained it? And it just it just threw the movie, like, way out of the loop. Like, it didn't fit. when he That yeah. first scene where it's like, oh, let's explain yeah. what's this movie, like, the movie. And it's like, be about. oh, yeah, here's this thing that's really not going to have any effect whatsoever mm-hmm. on the movie until later just on. Just a small piece. Yeah. yeah. No, but this is, like, done very well. And I like how it used every tool yes. of, like, filming and, like, everything they could possibly use and they used it so well to like tell a story mm. this is real this made me really happy it makes me really happy anytime i watch it uh so apparently sir michael kane who i love as an actor me too. um he based his performance on john lennon <laughs> all of us are just like what wait uh, wait ex- explain the, the what's his name what's oh wait name the, the, the old man yeah Jas- oh yeah yeah Jasper? okay yeah yeah what was yeah Okay, I can see it. I think it was Jasper. For some reason, I was thinking of Theo. He got got fucking shot, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was the weed dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, remember at one point in the beginning when he was showing off his weed, and then he (laughs) put a whole ass nug in his mouth? (laughs) (laughs) What was that? I just like how he constantly goes, amigo, to his... (laughs) I mean, as somebody who doesn't, like, do the druggos, yeah. Um, Like, I don't know. Does eating weed do anything? Well, I don't know if it does yes. anything, but like you normally don't. You don't eat. You, you don't, don't eat, eat a full it. nug. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, people. There, there's some people who like after like. Hey, police who are listening to this, <laughs> arrest my friends for drug use <laughs> for saying the word we're just, nug. <laughs> we're just, we're just explaining. But like sometimes, like when people are rolling and like they're grabbing the weed, like they'll lick their fingers. But that's like all I've ever seen. I don't see people like chewing a fo- like a full nug. Oh, I guess there's like edibles. Yeah, yeah right. but like nobody so eats I guess the full nug. It's different. I mean, what's an edible? Is what's like to t- stop you from doing that though? There's nothing. Just I mean, ed- edibles move. are usually. I mean, the way. Teach uh, me about drugs, Stephanie. <laughs> we we're becoming a, a marijuana podcast. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Typically, you'd do oil for um edibles which i i don't do uh, <laughs> you, don't, you don't just sprinkle oregano into like regular brownie mix um personally i do not do, do you make edibles no i don't okay <laughs> but from what i've seen i don't know i thought it was like gummies all right <laughs> anyway um the long shot where the car is attacked by terrorists uh, with all the passengers inside demanded a camera rig that could rotate within the car. They used a rig developed by doggy cam systems and controlled by a stunt driver 
Uh, vehicle was modified to enable seats to tilt and lower actors out of the way of the camera uh, as it spun around, and the windshield was designed to tilt uh, out of the way to allow the camera movement in and out through the windshield. Damn. Uh, single shot. The single shot was uh, done in six takes over four locations, require, requiring a lot of transition work uh, for the visual effects house. Uh, as it pans around inside the car, the cocktail... Uh, stunt driver and motorcycle from the uh, movement it hits the car uh, windshield blood and roof were all computer rendered with 3d animation hmm. which is pretty impressive because yeah. like it looks real oh, it yeah, looks, looks you know like it actually was that no that was sadie? okay I no yeah sadie wants to visit Nah, oh, she can shut up <laughs> no yeah that's like the first word that comes to my mind when I think about this movie is just impressive. Yeah. No, like, this is a feat in, in filmmaking. That that scene in particular, that one long shot, is probably one of the best like single shot things like that in Probably cinema. Like just I, I can't think of a better one right now. Yeah, I can't think. Yeah, especially so intense. Yeah, like that. and the intensity All and the that fact rig. that the actors had to like swing yeah. out of the way too constantly mm-hmm. to get out of the way of the camera, but they were always, like, you know, that takes a lot it. of yeah. uh, acting experience too. Like they were in character the whole time. It was intense. It was like, you know, you were there. You were seeing this whole thing happen, um, and it was fucking wild. Like it was. this was. This movie is really well done. Yes. Yeah. Ditto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like those mm-hmm. Cheez-Its. Aw. Aw. Um, <laughs> also, the whole thing of, like, um, you know, he, he's finally... Uh, meeting back up with his wife, and then she just gets shot in the fucking face, like, immediately. Oh. That was crazy. Yeah. Jesus. That was... That was a lot. This movie's a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's all so good. (laughs) Yeah, I do feel like I need to rewatch it. Mm. Yes, sir. Because, like, now talking about that car scene, I'm, like, I know it's crazy. Mm. Like, I feel like during it, I wasn't appreciating it. Mm. I was just like, whoa, this is crazy. <laughs> I should have been like, whoa, this is amazing. Yeah. We, no, live, this... we live and we learn. Yeah. Don't we? Like, honestly, <laughs> I feel like we can't even do it justice just trying to explain these things. Like, <laughs> Are you going to say go watch the film? <laughs> yeah, go watch it. Um, rewatch this movie if you haven't watched it. Well, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't say go watch the movie to everything. Like True. Mandy, I would not recommend no, that movie watch, to my worst enemy. Go watch that movie. Go watch the last thirty it's minutes of Mandy. Fuck. It is. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's if if you movie. are an edgy teen, go watch Mandy. It's the best movie of the year. Um, <laughs> but I would recommend this movie to. I guess not general audiences if like, you like cinematography if you yeah. think of yourself as like a movie person like you appreciate movies you appreciate the work that goes into movies you're not just there to like you know see the story this movie 
is a work of art. But also, you don't even have to be that type of person. You can just w- follow the plot and like yeah, it's still a it's good film. It's not even a bad plot yeah. either. It's, it's, it's still a it's good, good film. It's all around. Yeah. This movie is, is very good. We love Children of Men. Yeah. We love children. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, Ben. <laughs> You're creepy, Stephanie. What? You are a little bit. I was tricking Me? you. What? And you got tricked. Um. Yeah, but um. Mm-hmm. God, this. I mean, we. Go watch this is a short. Uh, this is a short one. Um, I actually. They've all ex- been short. I expected this one to be quite long, because of the how, like, just big mm, these movies I are. I actually looked at my notes for this episode. Yet, I so I'm like I, I love both of these movies, but like. I had more to say about Children of Men than I did in Glorious Bastards. Yeah. Which oh. I thought it was going to be the opposite. I really love the fact that it, this presents like a realistic dystopian society. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just some arbitrary thing like the fucking Hunger Games or whatever. Like, oh, it's a dystopia. It's like, yeah. and it, oh, and it's organized like this. It's literally like, hey, you know, here's a legitimate reason for everybody to be freaking the fuck out. Humanity's fucking dying. Um, like... You know, the world is in fucking shambles. <laughs> so yeah. this is this is the world that it drops you into. And it feels so real. Like, um God, this uh words are hard they sometimes. Are t- today, man. Today, man. Man. Yeah. <laughs> today, man. No, and <laughs> it drops you into this this world and the sets the sets are so so well decorated like there there we've had a lot of movies recently that we've talked about where we're just like yeah this feels like a set they built this set and then they filmed it on this set it's made of wood and styrofoam you know Mm -hmm. this movie it feels like they bombed the fuck out of london and then filmed it in the remains yeah yeah no it was crazy that's what i was thinking about a lot Mm -hmm. i was like these like they have to be sets. Yeah. Like, they didn't like, fucking destroy no, London yeah. for this, but, like, so like how they, where does the set end? That's what I was saying. Like, yeah, it's just, it's so good. Mm. The world building <laughs> is so good. I love, I love talking about movies. You sound tired. You sound tired. I am tired. Right. I admit it. Raise your hand if you're tired. Mm. We all raised our hand. Look at us. Raise your hand if you like dick. Oh, your hand was up, Stephanie. Oh, your hand was up, Logan. Yeah, I put it up. Raise your hand if you raise your hand if you like popsicles. All right, raise your hand if you if you eat boogers. Oh, your hand was up. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are say it. Interesting. All right. Mm-hmm. He wanted to say the R word. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are a bunch of no. dorks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I just love this movie's take on like the future. Because there are so many movies that are out there like, oh, this is the future. Like, like Blade Runner, as much of a beautiful movie as it is, as amazing as it is, like, it's very obviously, like, another world. You know? It is another completely alternate reality. And it's like, oh, in the year 2019... There's all these androids and and stuff. That's anyway. this year. Yeah, we're is. living in the year Blade Runner. Mm. Yes, I do like the concept of Blade Runner though. How there there's a better planet that yeah. everyone's living on, and we don't see that planet. Yeah, 
I do like it. Yeah. That movie's good. But this this felt <laughs> almost like a war film. Like a documentary. Yeah. Like this this felt like a period piece almost. Like there's almost nothing in the movie that ties it to the future other than like a couple quick things, but there it's not like centered around that, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh it doesn't overload you with all this stuff. Yeah. Um it's its own little self-contained story. Um, and it doesn't leave you wanting, you know, any more. It doesn't mm-hmm. leave you thinking. I was really satisfied. Yeah, this is a satisfying fucking movie. This is a full-on cheeseburger of a fucking movie. And despite, like, one of the main characters dying, like, I still felt satisfied. Like, I was like, this yeah. is how it's meant to be. Yeah, this is how the story should have gone. Mm-hmm. This is how it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want any more. I don't want to know more from that world. I don't want to you know, have a a sequel to this. I just, I love this story. Yes, sir. Me too. Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Fun fact, almost every shot in the movie contains an animal. Oh. That is Usually a dog. Um, the ending? Almost. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Okay. All right, chill, Stephanie. I was just asking. Uh, You've been on, you've been on There were probably some fish. Like he's always on mine. Well, I think he's but like, you never. You, but job. the thing is, is you never call him out for it, but you know, call me out for it. I That's um sus. I, All right, cool. I, I think. Uh huh. Just Logan's mm. got feelings. You know? I <laughs> yeah. just feel like you're abusing his feelings. You are. It's very rude of you. You're taking advantage of him in his vulnerable state right now. Yeah. So I just anyway, um, I just feel like any changes? Sensitive. No, I'm gonna keep it at an eight. Okay. <laughs> Stephanie. Now I'm keeping it my score. 8.5. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. This, is, this is a very well done movie. Mm-hmm. I See, I'm wondering to myself what the fuck a 10 would be. Because like, I don't think this movie is necessarily a 10. I do it based on how I feel and how I like, just like things that make me feel nice. That's why Moonlight is a 10 for me. Okay. I see, I don't do it based on my own personal feelings. That's I try to look at the it. movies objectively. Mm, I don't do it that way because I, I don't do feel that. like any movie's perfect that way. Yeah, I do more subjective. No, that's why I've never given a 10 is because I try to look at them objectively. I try to put my own feelings aside for the most part. I do it based on feeling, on how much I love it. That's why Almost Famous <laughs> is a 10 for me. Oof. Um, You've never even watched that. it. <laughs> no, but I've heard it described before. <laughs> No, that's that's unfair. I do. Um, it's not even what you think it is. No, probably not. Yeah, but you're gonna have to pick it, Stephanie. I do like watch this one. Um, no, <laughs> that's the movie sacred to me. I would pick it. No, you won't. Um, I do watch Bet. movies typically before I try to criticize them. Like even if I know they're going to be garbage, I want to have legitimate reasons to hate them. Like I went and watched the fucking emoji movie when it came out. Just because I didn't want to just say, yeah, that movie's garbage. Obviously, it was garbage, but I wanted to explain why it was garbage, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but, yeah, I, I try to be fair. Obviously, you can't be objective about anything. You know, your feelings always get in the way of thoughts. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're, Amen, brother. We're anyway. killing it today, guys. Yes, we Love are. Us. This movie was good. Go watch it. Yada, mm-hmm. yada, etc. Beta, bang, bang. 
Um, a quick little thing back to Inglorious Bastards. Uh, I was talking to Stephanie about this the other day, but I, I really love war movies, like mm-hmm. movies about war, centering around war or happening during war, things like that. It's such a powerful storytelling tool because it is this stressful fucking situation that can you can put your characters into and it creates this this really unique uh storytelling experience um having you know characters in a war brings out all of these parts of them that would never be seen otherwise and it is really a really strong tool for character driven uh, stories because mm-hmm. it's such this extreme circumstance, um, especially when movies like like Saving Private Ryan and and like Hacksaw Ridge and things like that they go all out and they're not afraid to show the the just absolute brutality of it and these these super extreme situations that these characters are being put into, um, and that's one of the reasons I really love Inglorious Bastards. Um, and I feel like it's almost kind of hard to fuck up a war movie. Like, there's so many aspects of them that are just so, I don't want to say easy to do, but like, yeah, I'd kind of say like they're, they're a little easier to do. Just because of that added tension right away. Yeah. Because it, it gives you this tension because that's a situation where you know, lives are on the fucking line. That's tension that you don't have to build yourself. That's tension that just already exists because it's this real scenario that, you know, maybe you or people that you know have been in. Yeah. Maybe, you know, you know somebody who's died there and it's it's terrifying. You know, it's this this whole setup that is so easy to build off of. And it's just uh it's nice. Did you see um what was the Nolan film? Dunkirk? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I got a lot to say about Dunkirk. <laughs> Me too, I think. Perhaps another week. Unless we would, unless we just want to get it out of the way. I mean, I only saw it once in theaters. Yeah, same. I saw it in 35 millimeter, which that made me like it more just because it was beautiful. Yeah. But like... I actually, that's the only movie I think that I've ever left the theater. Oh, really? I didn't, yeah. I didn't, hate I didn't it. hate it, but, um, the, uh, the cinematography was, uh, making the person that I was with. Sex, oh, so I, I think you did tell out. me that. Yeah. Did you ever watch it all the way through then? Uh, I didn't see the last five minutes. Oh, damn. Really? Y'all yeah. couldn't stick through for the last five minutes? No, she mm. was like throwing up. Oh, oh shit. yeah. No, that, yeah. I don't, I find I think I know what Christopher Nolan was trying to do. I think he yeah, was trying to make I, it disorienting. I get it. But there was just like, I didn't know who anybody was. Yeah. There was no, like no there, story. There was almost no story. There there were no defined characters other than the ones on the boat. Yeah. Uh, and then some of the like pilots. But the main story was on the beach. And I didn't know who the fuck was on the yeah, beach. Yeah, exactly. There were some known actors, but like... Harry Styles. But, like, who the fuck were they? None of them had any character. None of them had any development. None of them, yeah, you know... that was my main problem. Uh, and, again, movies don't have to have development. Characters don't... It's, like, character development, specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there are s- movies out there that I love that 
you know, the characters don't grow. They don't learn anything. Um, but war isn't typically like that. War changes people. War jackets too loud, know, Stephanie. Yeah, it is a little loud. <laughs> Sorry, um, I'm tired. And there was just such an opportunity that was lost with that movie. Yeah, because um, it was beautiful and it, like it looked it was, beautiful. Like it was intense, but yeah. But it was just such day, a PG thirteen, like, like such a, a strained view of war. Yeah, like it was just like. The, there's just these people sitting on a beach and every once in a while some bombs come down and kick some dirt up and then there's some dead bodies laying on the beach. There's no blood, there's no brutality, there's no chaos. There's just... Shaky cameras. Some shaky cameras <laughs> and some dirt. Which, yeah, and, it's crazy, but... Like, you can do it like that, but it's really going to cost you. Did because you, that's that's sort of a free pass that you get with war movies is just the brutality that comes with them the shocking you know just gut punch that you get when you know a bomb drops and somebody's fucking leg flies off like it it's a tool yeah it is just one of the most powerful tools in the in the tool set of filmmaking and it was squandered did you in that movie. See, did you see the end when Harry Styles was reading from a newspaper? It was like, I think it was like the very end. I heard about it. He was like reading from I a newspaper see it myself. And then like the dude sitting across from him was just like staring outside the window and then in the middle of Harry Styles reading, he goes, "What?" And then Harry Styles just starts from the beginning and <laughs> reads it over again. <laughs> I kind of want to rewatch it just to watch that again. Because I remember sitting in the theaters being like, why'd that just happen? <laughs> yeah, I love Dunkirk. Anyway, that was our quick review of Dunkirk. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's... I'll give it a six. We get it. We get what he was trying to do. But I, it didn't do anything But like, it... That's one of the only war movies I don't like. You know? Like, I love Hacksaw Ridge. I've never I seen that. It's... You're it's telling an interesting movie. It it's it's like a good way to do a religious movie, which is kind of weird because I'm usually usually religious movies, you know, are trash. Yeah, because it's like not because they're religious, but because that's what they try to focus on. Yeah, you know, if you if you draw your focus too close to anything in a movie, it's going to be bad. Like that's not just a thing with religious movies. Um, yeah, I think yeah, I just watched. Um but like it, it doesn't focus on it. It's, it takes a back seat and it is a religious movie and it tells you, you know, the importance of faith, but it's not like an inside joke. Like, Hey, you're in our special book club and you're, you're going to like this movie because it references this cool book that we yeah, all like a lot. The Bible. It's, um, the Bible. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, more of just a, this guy is a seventh day Adventist and he's so dedicated to his faith that, you know, he does all these amazing things. Um, and it's, it's pretty well done and it is, it's a brutal movie. It's, you know, it's a, a war story and it's all real is one of the amazing things about it. But I love that movie and I love, uh, the pianist and I love saving private Ryan. And mm -hmm. what's that one movie about the tank and the people inside the tank? I can't remember. Um, or, uh, 
or fucking uh, Enemy at the Gates is one of my favorites. I don't think I've, I don't um, think I've heard of that Netflix. Um, it's about this uh, these snipers during World War Two. Huh. Um, but it's and you know it's it's this whole genre of movies that are almost just good by default. Yeah. It's a little bit um, cheating, but yeah, it's almost cheating. You I'll know, know it. <laughs> um, but and they don't like the penis. They don't even have to be centered around, you know, the fighting or the war itself. It can take. It can be the backdrop, and it can still be this, this amazing thing. Stephanie, are you okay? Yeah. You I think she's been napping for the past <laughs> couple minutes. I haven't watched Dunkirk, so I had no input. I can't say anything. Also, war movies, great. Nice. <laughs> nice. All right. You're welcome. Yeah. What are we watching just, next week? Just to clarify, we are not endorsing war. Don't go to war. No. Just stories about war. Pearl Harbor. Ooh, Ooh, baby, yeah. Danny. Tora, Tora, Tora. What? Like... Oh, Pearl Harbor, the movie. The movie. <laughs> I was really confused for a second, Stephanie. I knew you were Asian, but didn't know you were that Asian. Didn't you say you're actually? No, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. One okay. of the, one the planes. That, uh, <laughs> yeah, the plane like, attacked Pearl Harbor. The plane. That's kind of sick. That's crazy. Wait, that, your grandfather's that is... a plane. Even grandfather's was it your, plane. It wasn't your grandfather, was no, it? No, no, no. no. <laughs> my grandfather was, was my, in World War Two. My uncle. Did Pearl Harbor? <laughs> Can you imagine my uncle? That'd be funny. <laughs> okay, wah, wah. I was just kidding. Hmm. So <laughs> next week. Yeah, next week. No, I was just because the whole thing with the grandfather. Like, obviously, that's too young. So, I mean, not necessarily. My my grandfather was a gunner on the uh, USS South Dakota, North Dakota, one of the Dakotas. Um. And he uh, he fought in the uh, Pacific, so damn he was in the Navy. I was just kidding about my whole uncle thing. That felt that sounded weird, man. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> no, it's obviously not I real. I was just confused. Nah, yeah, I was too when I said it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, I feel like I get what you were saying. No, but just I didn't like, obviously he's too young for it. That's the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I knew that. I thought that was it. Okay. What are we watching next week, Stephanie? Yeah, Stephanie, you're our host next week. What are we watching? Okay, I'm going to do what we haven't done yet. We're going to go watch a movie in the theaters. Oh, damn. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. And the second movie (laughs) kind of like pulled it out of my ass. Spider-Man 2. No, I pulled it out of my ass, but uh, Whiplash. Ew. Ew. gross. Good. I've been wanting to rewatch that. Whiplash, yeah. Okay. I've been wanting to rewatch that. Wait. Drummer. I don't know if I've heard of this. Drummer boy. Also has a nice color palette. Okay. The so. dude, the dude who did La La Land. So two, two artsy movies. Mm-hmm. Damien Chazelle. Not necessarily. And the, and the guy that. who was supposed, the main character was supposed to be in La La Land. He was supposed, to, yeah, yeah, he was supposed to play. Him. Really? Mm-hmm. No, no anyway, one can re- yeah. no one can replace my baby Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. He did, oh. We never played our theme song. <gasps> Is it too late? It's too late. It's now. too late. We'll All play. Right. We'll play it twice we'll next play it, week. Yeah, twice next week. Perfect. Um. Awesome. The mo- less time I spend talking, the better. Even though I'm hosting, but like All that's right. how I feel. 
a stay tuned <laughs> next week for a sick dis diss track oh, no, uh, from Ben and Logan <laughs> on wait, Stephanie. Wait, what? Wait, wait, really? No. Huh? I mean, probably. What? Ben, make me a sick beat and I'll diss Bro, Stephanie. I don't have time. <laughs> No, I'll make one okay, song. stay tuned at some point in the future yeah. for a sick diss track. It will come eventually. Is it because it's for my birthday? Oh, oh shit, no. your birthday's next week, huh? Yeah, so we gotta figure out that day. <laughs> hey. It's your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, Have bye. a good time, folks. Uh, tweet us, please. We're so lonely.